crying, you're so scared and all alone. Hangman is coming down from the gallows and I don't have very long. Episode 26 of the UK Pittsburgh Steelers podcast. You're joined as always by me, Simon Stanley, and my two co-hosts, Dave Hart and Gavin Marshall. How are you doing, guys? Yeah, I'm good. It's, it's, it's weird hearing your change in tone there. We were getting really bleary-eyed sigh for a minute there, and then suddenly it's wide awake. <laughs> yeah, I just suddenly woke up from a nap, and then all of a sudden, podcast voice went on, right? <laughs> yeah, because we thought you'd been lost to a, a, a pool room bar brawl. <laughs> That's more Dave's thing. And for the first time ever, um, by the way, we're now re- we're recording while I'm actually on call at work. So if there's a sudden, like, you know, drop off or you notice a weird edit, <laughs> you know why. How exciting. Yeah. At any second, the phone could go off. Major implications for the finance industry. It's like a financial stakeout. <laughs> <laughs> um, I said and me, so- and me and Dave were wondering if you'd got into an argument over the rules of whether you get two shots on black or not. Oh, do you know what? Someone was actually talking about that around the pool table today. Um, the consensus. The answer, I, I, I don't really care. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's always brought at like the last minute. When, when someone gets on black, yeah, so, oh, we're doing this before, right? Yeah, it's got to right. be established before before the first cue ball is broke, right? It's What's the to official be. rule, though, for pool? Like, well, just... it, depends. it depends. Oh, I don't like that. It depends who <laughs> you're playing with. And, and and the company and, and you know local rules in a pub. I, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely a two shots on black kind of guy. But I know yeah. there's plenty of people out there that don't like that. It sounds a bit like an old dude excuse to get out of, like, you know, giving someone else a chance to win. <laughs> like a rule someone came up with right at the very end. I don't know. Anyway, irrelevant. Let, let, let's crack on, because this could actually be the one episode uh, where, you know, it doesn't go on for two hours, because there's not a great deal going on. We're going to continue with our talk that we sort of got into last week, carrying on looking at some of these receivers, but um, maybe after we've uh, talked a little bit about the combine, but obviously we've only had a couple of days of the combine go by so far. Um, is there any new, any major Steelers news? I really didn't find well, anything there's, going there's on. Well, some, there's some news about me, which I have to I have to put a slight disclaimer that if I if I sound funny in any way is because I, I had a camera inserted up my nose today. So I'm feeling very vulnerable and quite nasal and swollen. Oh, I'm glad you said so, nose. I'm you said nose. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, cameras cameras go anywhere these days, apparently. But yeah, the, the, it was small, but it still hurt like hell. And I was wriggling around while the dude had a good look up there. I've got like a hole in my sinus, apparently, and it's 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 giving me a bit of jip. So I need to have to get that sorted out. But um, yeah, it wasn't very wasn't very pleasant at all. As I'm sure you could imagine, because it was in there. It's almost basically at the base of your brain, and was in oh, there for yeah. time. Yeah, horrible. So yeah, if I sound a bit stuffy and blocked, that's why I haven't got a cold. And if you just corrupt. suddenly start screaming tongs, we know that there's yeah. some kind of lobotomy action. <laughs> yeah, I've prolapsed my nose. <laughs> <laughs> um, other than that, is there any major Steelers news? Because, again, like I say, I've got kind of lists of guys that the Steelers have spoken to at the Combine and stuff like that, but anything outside of the Combine that went on this week, I really couldn't find anything happening. The only real talk- news is um, Big Ben, potentially That's not as in Hobo Ben anymore. Did we talk about that last week, or 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 did we not? I can't remember. No, that's when a fair did that point, news yeah. drop? Yeah, we didn't. No, so that was just after that was uh, Ben throwing uh, on camera, right? Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good sign, Twitter, wasn't it? 
Yeah, a good sign. I don't know. There's a lot that we can really take from that, to be honest. I mean, at least he's he's out there throwing because we didn't know if that was something he was going to be able to do for two more months, right? So, I mean, this this takes me back to maybe two or three years ago. I was working with a, a pal of mine called Stefan Stankowski, who's a massive um, Colts fan. And every conversation was, Andrew Luck's throwing again. He's throwing again. <laughs> <laughs> and it just it just goes, goes back and forth and then we know what happened in the end so it is like I don't want to go into that kind of trap of talking about our QB throwing again you know yeah uh, let's wait until we see it but it is positive yeah yeah absolutely yeah. Um, combine wise um, the Steelers have started to break into uh, meeting with prospects they've changed the rules this year though right where you can only meet is it um 45 guys for 18 minutes each, I think, off the top of my head. Um, yeah. It used to be 60 guys for 15 minutes, so something like that anyway. And um, I've also heard the other changes is the teams aren't sending their coaches. Did you hear that? To the interviews. They're sending their scouts. And the coaches right. are going to interview at pro days. Because what I think what the, the feedback was is that the, co- the coaches don't know squat because <laughs> they've been, you know, they've hardly watched any tape on these guys. It's, it's the scouts that know know the prospects inside and out from following them from from basically since they were in nappies or whatever and um the coaches are too busy coaching in the nfl so there's there's always been a kind of weird mismatch in the in the interviews apparently in that the, the coaches don't really know what what to ask so they've just gone right let's let's fix this let's get the scouts in there to ask questions and then they can go back and feedback to the coaches and then the coaches can get to speed they're better off at home watching tape and then you know obviously the head coaches and the gms are there but the position coaches and all the ones that usually conduct the interviews they're, they're, they're back in the Steelers facility watching watching tape, as far as, as far as I believe. Right, okay. The only thing with that is, I kind of feel like the interviews are quite... I mean, yeah, the, the coaches probably aren't going to know as much as the scouts at this point, but I feel like the interviews were half to just to give the coaches themselves a feel for who some of the guys were that, you know, they were likely to be interested in, um, personality-wise, and, and getting to feel a feel for, like, you know whether they could fit in with the, the team. Because ultimately, the, the scout can think what they want, but but it's not necessarily going to gel with what the coach wants or what the people... Who, even though the coaches aren't necessarily the ones drafting them, right? Usually it's a, it's a GM's job or whatever. Well, it's but. a combination. And and you hope that the the scouts have been with the team long enough to know... You know, like like we do. We're, you know, we're watching C.D. Lamb and Jerry Judy thinking they're amazing players. But A, we know they're not going to be there when the Steelers are drafted. And B, yeah. you know, we're, 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 we're sort of looking through the kind of spyglass of the Steelers aren't we you know it's like we're evaluating what we want what we think the Steelers are lacking in so I'm sure the scouts being professionals not amateur hobbyists like us are doing that you know a million times better I actually wanted to ask you guys how much stock do you put in the combine as a whole it's just it to me it's always struck me as a bit of a almost like an industry meeting where it doesn't really it's not really of much consequence it seems that way to me anyway it's just sort of like I say, the scouts have already seen the tape. They've followed these guys, and this just seems like something that's just for show. Yeah, it it is and it isn't. I mean, I think getting them all together and seeing, you know, because like say like Adam Troutman or any any other small school prospect, you know, you can't tell how big they are even on, on tape because they look like a giant. You know, it looks like Andre the Giant running around because they're just little peewee dudes they're playing against. So getting them all together, you know, comparing like for like. Is one thing, and then and then you just want to see, you want you want confirmation of what you think already. So if you think a guy's fast, you want to see him run fast. If you think a guy can catch, you want to see him catch, or 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 you want to be surprised. You've got, a, you know, the guy's going to be slow, and then he runs fast. 
it you know it's, it changes you think all oh, right I, okay he's faster than i thought i need to go back and reevaluate i think i think that's what it's about i don't think you're going to draft a guy purely on oh he was really good at the gauntlet drill so let's draft yeah. that guy it's not that's not how it's going to work but yeah, yeah maybe, I, maybe i'm looking at all the sort of the wrong way so i've i've never i mean you guys are more into the draft than i've always been but i've the the, the combine is to me has always struck me as like i say just being this sort of almost like hobnobbing and it just it, it sort of put me off for a long time but it it feels like nothing is of any cons of any consequence in this it's just sort of like it means nothing it's it's some guys in shorts and vests you know none of it is situational or showing what a guy can do with pads on a helmet on it doesn't really mean much to me yeah, it's just an it's just an athletic show. It's true to some extent, but you, you just kind of want to see that what you what you've kind of looked at and what you've seen from what you've already seen from these guys is you know the, the same level of athleticism that they show in the combat. If a guy's coming out to the comp, like for example, right? I, I know we probably don't want to deep dive on, on exactly what's going on at the combat. I'll probably do it in another episode, but uh, we we're just talking before we started about uh, Pinkney, right? The tight end. Um, mm-hmm. If you're a team that's you know interested in taking a tight end, and, and and you look at these guys, and you might look at Pinkney on tape and say, okay, you know this guy's maybe not, uh, he's not got all the athletic tools that uh, a guy like um, that Alex O kid has, the guy who run the fast forty, but but maybe he has uh, you know s- s- smoother smoother route running on tape or whatever, whatever the case may be. But then you come to the combine and and, and you want to see that, and you want to see you know was I correct in this? Yes, but does it put me off the fact that Pinkney is actually uh, running you know? A relatively slow forty and not not putting up big numbers on the vertical, which just suggests that he's not got that athleticism to him that some of the other guys have. And there's probably flaws and, and ceilings and things that the teams have that they they want from certain positions. And uh, it's just stuff like that. I mean, there's there's always going to be stuff that surprises you. There's people that that run fast. I mean, there's a receiver that I'm going to talk about in a little while that that kind of. Uh, with this, with its size and, and and weight and height, ran out of the gym right, and and that kind of thing can surprise you and knock you back and make you go and reevaluate what you looked at on tape. So, I think for the for the scouts especially, it's more useful than it probably is for us as kind of like like Cav says, kind of amateur guys just looking at the, the different names. Mm-hmm. But for me, I think what's helpful is it just gets gets your eyes on a few guys that maybe you've not had the chance to see yet um, as well. Yeah, there might be a guy that say does have a very smooth gauntlet, and you think, ah, oh, he looks quite smooth. Maybe I should check him out. And then yeah. you, you know, some some because some of the some of the guys are the kind of late late round or maybe even undrafted, aren't they? But you know, it maybe gives them a chance to kind of get get more eyes on them. Yeah, you're quite right. Yeah, there's certainly a couple of guys just in the receiver drills yesterday that that I saw and and then went and looked a little bit more because. Uh, you know they look particularly athletic, or, or they look like pretty interesting prospects, or people had a bit of buzz around them. Um, I I don't know. Is there anything you want to? Because obviously I mentioned Pinkney. Is there anything you want to kind of dive in with what we saw from the tight ends? That being the only position that we've actually kind of completed talking about now that we've seen them at, at the uh, the combine, or do you want to leave that to a later date? Go. No, no, I'm happy to see what we, obviously quite a few. I mean, it was on the Facebook group today. Mitchell Wilcox taking a taking a bullet <laughs> to the face. Um, I, I'm not sure that should hurt his draft stock, but I think it's sort of hurt his reputation a little bit in, with the fans. But I mean, I, I mean, he was always a later rounds guy anyway. But yeah, it's just unfortunate. You know, it's, the gauntlet's one of those weird drills. It's kind of useful because, but it's it's how good are you at the gauntlet? That's what it reveals. It's it's not really relevant so much into what how you know how a player will catch on the nfl field so it, it doesn't worry you if if I, I guess it shows how they can prepare and also yeah have they got the kind of hand hand speed had strength 
yeah, and that's all it is. It's 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 it's, it's good show, good entertainment kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he kind of balls it up. And then what what was more worrying was that the rest of his kind of workout from that point took a dive. So it's like his confidence was knocked. So I felt bad for him, but um, still a prospect I like. Uh, and then on the other side was Colby Parkinson, who I thought had a great gauntlet and a great workout generally and caught everything. I mean, we talked about him, how much we liked him as a blocker, especially in space, but that he just couldn't seem to catch. And it, I mean, at the, at the combine, you, know, you kind of every every ball thrown his way, you're expecting him to drop one. I didn't see him drop one at all, did you? No, yeah, that did jump out to me as well. I was kind of keeping an eye out for for Colby Parkinson because of how much we talked about him here and uh, yeah I thought it was an impressive impressive workout for him you talk about Dave you know what's the point of the combine I think that's a good example actually is seeing a guy like that who we had concerns with but who we loved his tape right Gav but but we had some yeah. concerns with his hands and that's why he's probably going to be a later round guy but just seeing yeah. something like that you know it, it's a small sample size and it might not matter but he's, he's catching balls from QBs he's not familiar with and uh, it's just good to see consistency right yeah so, and, and for four four point seven eight forties, you know, it's not bad. Oh yeah, perfectly serviceable. I, I mean, yeah. a, a lot of guys like that um, from the tight end. It, it was a bit of a weird tight end, right? Nobody jumped out. I mean, even the uh, I can't say the last name, but the Alex O kid that I mentioned earlier. Um, Ogweg Bunam. Yeah, I'm not. Ogweg Bunam. Not going to even try. Um, <laughs> he's the fastest yeah. tight end, right? On a four four nine or something. Um, yeah. You know, I, but again, I don't think we even did anyone dive deep onto him when we talked. I, about I kind of I said, I, yeah, yeah, I, I don't like the fact that he doesn't play to his size. That was my yeah. issue with him, um, and and the the fact that he's run this forty doesn't really change that for me. I don't, you know, he looks pumped up, but doesn't play pumped up. He's a good route runner, but yeah, I don't know. I saw some other people were going to fall in love with him, but he's not for me. Not for not for what the Steelers need in a developmental tight end. Obviously, uh, Hopkins and Troutman um, kind of pushing, uh, and Cole Komet as well to try and be that that first overall tight end. I think I think Komet put up quite a, a decent workout as well, and, and didn't leave you with any sort of concerns. I think he, I can't remember exactly what his thought he was, but it was it was good. I think he he put up a good vertical Komet. as well. Yeah, yeah. Komet ran a four seven. Yeah, um, and again, he's not a speed guy, right? You know, I know we talk about tight ends, but he's not he's not a speedy guy. He, he was very much a jack of all trades kind of guy when we looked at him. At, uh, a kind of a, I think we we kind of tagged him with a bit of a low ceiling, high floor, right? Um, yeah, he's probably kind of good at everything, kind of all yeah, rounder, really. Yeah. yeah, but I thought he put a good show in and didn't leave you any concerns. Yeah, the only other one that was hurt was Harrison Bryant, who who I think had a great senior bowl and was kind of rising, and then unfortunately on the measurements, well, unfortunately, I mean, you know, he's had it all his life, but he's got short arms, which is going to push him down. <laughs> so that that'll push him back down. But I don't know, you know, should you should you base a a draft position on how short someone's arms are. I don't know, but it will it will not. <laughs> it's knock hard, and it right depends on what you're looking for, you know. Yeah, but just for you know, just for that kind of blocking push off and catch a bit hurt in that. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the blocking drill was interesting as well, right? When they brought out the sleds and nobody seemed to know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they looked totally out of depth, didn't they? Separated and they, the they, boys, they, right? took, they, they took the weight off after the first guy yeah. barely even moved it. <laughs> And who was it that flipped it? Someone flipped it over almost. Yeah. Uh, oh, I can't That's remember now. He just because obviously you want it to go back, not yeah, up. Yeah. And he went up and then just kept going. So no, no, come on, just, just give it up. Straight up, up. yeah. <laughs> That's not how you block, is it? Not that I would do a better job, but. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, also, well, you I, know, there's going to be a few of those blocking sleds bought before next year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wonder if they just threw that in, or if they had any idea that was coming, because that seems a little bit sneaky. Yeah. I don't know. Um, okay, are we good, are we good to sort of move on to our receivers that we've looked at this week? But the idea, of course, being that we're going to move on to we looked at what was it eight guys last week uh, each. Uh, that's kind of top eight or nine guys that we had overall. And this week, what I've kind of done, I don't know if you guys have done it similar. He's kind of looked at uh, sort of the consensus. Well, I say consensus. It's hard to find a consensus at this point as we kind of move into the second and third rounds. But but some of the other top names in the receiver class, guys that you'll see going on day two. Uh, and then a couple of guys that that might go a little bit later, but but kind of I had my eye on or thought were maybe sleeper picks. Um, what have you two guys kind of looked at? Yeah, I mean, what what I've kind of realised is that this class is so deep. Yeah. I, I I sort of feel, I feel a bit sorry for the kind of free agent wide receivers out there because their <laughs> their value is just got to be plummeting. I mean, who's going to pay over the odds for Emmanuel Sanders? Yeah, it's really uh, Amari Cooper or Buster, right? If you want to go into free agency looking for a, a wide receiver, I mean, there's so many of these guys. It's just, just what, what you know, choose your flavour. <laughs> you know, I mean, I've kind of, I've kind of gone down the route of trying to find the guy that I think the Steelers should take, and I've got four names, and, and two of them we talked about last week, and two of them we're going to talk about tonight. <laughs> but um, yeah, depending on what you want, there's definitely a couple. Of, you know, they've got a couple of options in this draft class. But whatever kind of style of receiver you want, so I don't see who's going to kind of spend big. Yeah, yeah. Be interesting to see. Uh, Dave, how did you kind of go about this? Uh, sort of the same, really. I think there's going to be a bit of crossover from last week. I've got a feeling that a couple that have crossed, that have uh, sort of got numbers next to were mentioned last week. But we'll see how we we'll see how we go. Um, but yeah, like, like you say, it's just it's a it's ridiculously deep class. I think I said in the in our sort of group chat that there's hundreds of these bastards. Yeah. There's absolutely hundreds of them, and it's just and each one is a potential, you know, potentially going to end up in the league. I, I don't think there's going to be that many that don't end up with some team somewhere along the line. So yeah, it's going to be an interesting year. Yeah, you'll definitely. Have, I think this is where you'll find a lot of the fun in the day two and day three of the draft is is just finding where some of these receiver names go that. A really interesting looking guys. I think what we'll do to start then, if you can remember, if you can't remember, it's fine. But if you've got any of the guys that we spoke about last week and they were on somebody else's list, I think we should probably quickly hit them just because we might have had a bit of a chance to go over a bit more on that. I know there's two guys on my list that I know we spoke about last week, so we can we can kind of start there and, and just shout up if, if it's someone you looked at this week. Um, the first one that that I had on my list because it just na- I narrowly avoided him last week was uh, Brandon Ayuk that, that I know you mentioned uh, last week, Dave. Yeah, um, I, I was. I found him a very interesting guy. Um, I'm not. I don't think I'm as entirely sold uh, as you are, Dave. I think he he does have a high ceiling. I think he's he's an interesting prospect. But but I'm a bit concerned uh, that all of his production came in his last year. Um, I, I don't know how much you, you kind of looked at that, but he's uh, he came from JUCO, right? He, he was a JUCO transfer for for two years. Yeah. Did nothing in his first year at Arizona State, and and then kind of blew up in his final year. Um, a lot of teams wanted him to switch to defensive back. Um, you can kind of see why he's kind of rangy and and, and got that kind of build. Mm. Um, I don't know. He's able, he is he's, he is able to stretch the defense. He's a vertical guy. He's he's clearly a big play threat with the ball in his hands. He runs sideline to sideline when he's got the ball, and he and he you know he look, he looks speedy. He, he ran a four five yesterday, which um, I was probably I'd say probably a little bit slower than I've anticipated. I, I thought he might have run in the in the low four fours, but. 
Um, ran a 4-5 flat, but he does look to play faster than that, I think. Um, he is a special athlete. He looks good. You can see why they want him to be a DB, and, he, and he's got a special kind of snap at the end of his uh, on his breaks, and he can sell DBs a dream when he's mm-hmm. really running kind of post or corner routes. But, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm concerned about that production. I, I think he maybe lacks a little bit of physicality, and, w- and when you get something like that where, where he's struggling against kind of press coverage or, or, or man coverage in... In uh, in college, it worries me when you when you move to the NFL a little bit that, that you maybe start to see um, those same kind of things come up when you when you're playing much more athletic corners and much more physical corners um, who are more willing to sort of stand in your grill and are less scared off by your athletic presence. Um, I don't know, it, Dave. Uh, sorry, Gab. Did you look at Ayuk uh, at all last week or this week? Yeah, I mentioned it last week. Uh, I I kind of watched him and then I didn't. He didn't excite me. I can see that he's explosive and he's kind of, as I said, I think he's good in a lot of areas, but not great. And and then I, I think I saw that the a lot of his measurables at the at the combine kind of confirmed that for me. And his his vert wasn't that good. His speed wasn't that fast. I mean, they're all good. They're all you know draftable things, but none of them really stood out as being exceptional. Um, he is a good return man. So that yes. that's something in. That's something to build on, you know. You can you can make any roster from from that position and then go from there. And I think he will probably develop into a solid receiver. But he just he just didn't get me excited. That's that that was my thing. I can't really put my finger on it. He didn't have the wow factor for me. But uh, I know a lot of people have rank, ranked him in the number in their top ten, you know. So yeah, yeah. I, I mean, Zum. Daniel Jeremiah's got him at the twentieth overall prospect, right? Which is why I think he's worth mentioning. But um, which which would see him going in the first round, right? Obviously, but I, I don't see that. Personally, uh, did he did his rankings change? Because when he when they when he brought up his his uh, wide receiver rankings at the beginning of the combine the other night, um, they looked different. I think. Oh, I'm not sure. I think I'm not, I didn't I'm not sure because I he, he was gone and Jefferson was in. I thought, but so maybe he's changed what he's seen. I don't know. But yeah, but Dave, you still you still you still high on Ayuk? Um, I, I won't say I'm high on him. I I, I like. That he's, I mean, I suppose you're right in what you're saying that he's not sort of a, he's sort of a jack of all trades and a master of none. But I like that ability that he can be moved around and used in different situations. I, I like that in a in person that he's versatile. But and, and and people saying about him not being physical, I'm not saying anything that's suggested to me that he's not particularly physical. Is there something in particular that you've seen that said to you that he's not? sort of a physical guy well I haven't got I mean obviously it's hard right we haven't I haven't seen every game he's played but but from, from yeah. the, t- the tape that I was watching I, I didn't see him sort of he wasn't like boxing guys out he wasn't winning contested catches all his plays came because he was clearly more athletic than the guys in his conference and, and he's kind of just uh, either making space underneath because of the play call or, or running away from guys vertically and and He's athletic, but but I'm not convinced that he's super. It's his build as well. He he, he does he does look kind of more like a, um, like a a slot corner than he does a, a receiver. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, um, I see that. Yeah. He's raw. He's definitely raw. Yes, and that's I think the word. He yeah. could, you know, he could. I think he's definitely a projection. He he he's a sol- He's played. You know, he's solid. He was a solid receiver in in college for Arizona State. You know, he's he does great separation. And he's got double moves, and but he's not the shifty type. He's kind of explosive laterally, and he's good. I mean, I I, I did like him, but I just he's not one of the ones that got me got my juices flying. Yeah, I think with with the receivers in this class, I think I'd be uncomfortable taking him in the second round. I'd be very uncomfortable taking him in the first round. But uh, I think there's definitely upside to be found later, you know, at the end of day two. Uh, but I think he'll probably go early in that, judging by where everyone seems to be uh, ranking him. But but only time will tell. 
Um, the other guy I wanted to mention just briefly before we start getting onto some new guys was uh, the other guy you like, Dave, was uh, Duvernay. Ah, yes. Duvernay. Uh, Devin Duvernay, oh. uh, not Duvernay Taddy, not to be confused with the Kansas City guy. Um, another weird, weird guy, right? I, you were talking about him last week and saying he was like um, kind of a little bowling ball. <laughs> was... Yeah, because I, 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 I watched his tape as well this week, and, yeah. I, and your 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 uh, assessment, Dave, was spot on. Yeah, he he is a running back. He's he's, he a, is, he's yeah. a wide receiver that turns into a running back with a ball in his hands. I've never seen a, a, a wide receiver put his head down and fall forward through contact like he does. Yeah. He's like yeah, a, he, he is. He's like a bowling ball. He's just charging through guys. I think it's great. He's, it's it was entertaining tape to watch. He's like really um, he's like Maurice Jones Jew if he was a track star. <laughs> like, yeah, that's what he looks like. <laughs> he's, he's, he's big and he's fast as well. Yeah, he he's a, very fast. Yeah, four 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 forty. Yeah, four three nine official, hundred meter champion in in his college, yeah. right? But he just looked like it. Like if you look at him, you'd think, oh, he's gonna run a four six. <laughs> he's, he's like yeah. a little little kind of all his weights in his lower half, and uh, yeah, strange. But um, he's very. And apparently, very... sorry, okay. he, dro- he only dropped one pass in his whole college career. Yeah, he's that's, got the, good that's hand. the other thing. Really good hands, yeah, really soft hands. But he's very, it's very strange because you don't see that kind of combination of. of it's almost like maybe he would be a running back if his hands weren't so good. Um, yeah. Because he doesn't really have a lot of technique and he doesn't run particularly intricate routes. You know what I mean? He's very much just a vertical threat or. or he's the... got a quick release though, and he, and he sort of he does quick cuts in a straight line, almost. You know, you know the kind of route I'm talking where you kind of cut in, cut out, and and then you've you've you've, you've lost a guy. Yeah. So it's, it's not not a kind of breaking receiver. He doesn't. He looks quite stiff when he's breaking any more than kind of. You know, sort of ten degrees off his route, but that that ten degrees is enough with his speed and his kind of small frame. Yeah, he's he's not elusive, but I don't think he really needs to be because I think guys gonna be pretty scared of him. I think he's just gonna be charging through guys, like I say. He's not gonna have to try and avoid him; he just goes through him. Yeah, but I, I like the aggression, the, the ass work, the blocking, yeah, I do. and seeks seeks out contact. You know, he's not yeah. he's not a guy that's just going to take the ball and wrap up and curl up onto the floor. He's going to try and lay some whoop on some geezers. So I like it. I, I just mm. don't know where you take a guy. I actually ended what I wrote down about him by writing. I put I can't decide if I like him. I think I do, but a team needs a serious plan for how to use him. <laughs> yeah. Is what I wrote. I think I think someone needs to know what they're doing to to implement him into a into a game plan and get use out of him early because I don't think he's going to develop into like a, a an excellent wide receiver. Um, no, you know what I mean. He's a situational player, yeah. but this is what's this is what's going to happen, isn't it? We, you know, the, all the thing about what's he saying, finding Debo, right? Whatever. Yeah, finding uh, Debo. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this this whole thing about you know not not trying to get receivers that you're going to try and change to to be complete receivers. You're going to draft people to do specific things. You're going to see what they did well on tape and then put them into your office and let them do it. Yeah. And, and and that's that's you know the Chiefs have had success with that. So if like you say, if you if you think you can you've got a position on your roster for a guy like this, maybe you do take him. I mean, the Steelers certainly don't have a guy like this. I don't think any teams have got any type a guy like this that I can think of. So, I mean, if he's there, maybe fourth, fifth round, maybe you do think, oh, okay, he's got the speed, that speed's terrifying, and he's, you know, he's, he's, he's makes people think twice before tackling him. So, there's definitely some uh, some upside there. Would kind of take away the Jalen Samuels. Not that he does the same thing, but but that's kind of the slot that Jalen Samuels fill, fills for us in the the kind of versatile, you know, not traditionally any position, but can do all sorts kind of role. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. They kind of move threat from the backfield. Yeah. I can see that. Um, cool. Well, I'll, I'll let you kind of, one of you two guys go on someone new then if, unless or if someone that maybe we spoke about last week, cause that's everyone that I had that we'd already touched on. 
I'm yeah, I did. Yeah. The the um was Michael Pittman mentioned last week. I'm he was sure. he was my red star guy. He was yes. He's yeah. one of my four. Yeah. Did you watch I the like, tape? I like him. He's 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 built like a tight end. It's yeah. you know, on the sort of smaller end of tight ends, if that makes sense. He's like what two two three, so it's sort of yeah like a receiving tight end, I suppose. But he's big dude, tight, you know, sort of a red zone threat, sort of strong hands, sort of red, you know, got a lot of um sort of ball ball skills. But he, it seems like to me that he could sort of draw a lot of flags because he's he's a bit handsy, a bit sort of put you know sort of pushing guys around and stuff. So I don't know, is that going to draw flags potentially? Um, but no, he's, it was good tape to watch. He seems like like mossing guys and what have you. So yeah, I, I think what what I like about him is he's not just his size and that he plays to his size and that he's aggressive, but also that he's got the kind of quick jab step off the line of scrimmage and he can kind of he can lose a guy, and he plays he almost he can play slightly slightly shiftier and a, more elusive than than his size and then and can get sort of open in space underneath. Um, mm. that, that's what got me going so it's not just the fact because there's a couple of big guys I mean you've got Colin Johnson and some other kind of tall guys but it's it's the fact that Pittman does it underneath you know across the middle he's not just a kind of you know a Kelvin Benjamin run up sort of lumber up the outside and catch a high ball you know he's 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 properly kind of going across the middle dealing out damage and 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 you know he's got the tools to kind of uh head nods and, and, and trick steps at, at the line of scrimmage to kind of get a, a step on a guy. So yeah, that's what I liked about him. Yeah, he's, he's another guy a bit, I suppose, a bit like uh, Duvernay. I've been practicing his name. <laughs> Good job. But, um, <laughs> he's sort of, you know, sort of guy who's um, breaking tackles, making those sort of yards after the catch through through guys. You know, he seems like a sort of physical guy, but he's got the size for it, you know. Um, but he's also, he, I'm, I read as well that he's a pretty good special team. He's had three block punts. Which is pretty impressive. Yeah. You know, he's clearly good, pretty, yeah. got some good speed, good athleticism. So yeah. Well, yeah, and if a guy can do that kind of thing on special teams, then you yeah. know it's a good way to becoming, you know, not just being on a practice squad, but actually getting onto a active game day roster for fairly early, early on in the season. So yeah, yeah. it's a good thing. Yeah. Um, did you? Did we all watch Justin Jefferson last week, or was? Because uh, I was. I did. Yeah, I don't know if. Did you, Dave? Uh, let me just have a look. I did. I did, yes. I did. Um, seems like a sort of crafty guy. Um, but I don't know. I, I didn't watch an awful lot of him. I, I did have a, a couple of things on him, but he, he just didn't particularly impress me. He seemed like a number two wide receiver. He didn't really sort of, you know, I didn't watch and go, wow, I like this guy. Okay, because him, him and Pittman are my two red stars from last week, definitely. I think, yeah, I think we spoke okay. about this a bit last week where, where yeah. me and Dave were a little bit more on the air of caution. We, we prefer him to be a wide receiver too. We don't see him being the the outside guy, but but I think you were more of the opinion that he could be and, and would be a, maybe an alpha. Well, yeah, I just think the Steelers need production between the hashes or mm. going over the middle. So that's that's kind of what I think. And the, and the, the other two guys that I think that bring that, one of them... I want to talk about is Mims. Oh yeah, he's the next on my list. <laughs> I mean, this guy got me really excited. I don't know how you feel about him. Yes, uh, yeah, I really like. There's a few again. If we get further down, there's a few more niggly things. But but I, I was really I really enjoyed his tape as well. And he's he's not a guy I'd be upset if we had 
I don't know. I don't know why. Is it the fact that he played for Baylor that he's not getting more buzz? Potentially, yeah. It does surprise me because watching. I mean, he's very. He's very impressive. He has a great sort of size speed combination, right? He's six foot three. Um, he's over two. Four three nine forty. Yeah, that is fast. Fast, um, especially with his frame, right? He he, do, he doesn't look like he should go that fast, but he does, and he and he does it with sort of long strides, and he breezes past guys. Absolutely, he eats space on people. Yeah. Suddenly, he's like two two or three steps, and he's breathing down on the on the cornerback. He's playing, you know, playing soft coverage because they're worried about his size and his speed. But he's just all over them, and then he's got the cricket hands, right? That Dave was talking about last week. I mean, absolute natural catcher. Yeah, makes makes some really nice acrobatic juggling catches as well on, on his highlight tape, which yeah. <laughs> you know might not really translate to anything. But I, I always like to see fun stuff like that. But it, it looks like he'd be really um, effective in the red zone and really uh, really good on like fifty fifty balls and fades and um, which is something that we were talking about with like T Higgins is a guy maybe maybe not quite T Higgins level, but but kind of a guy like that with a taller guy that might be effective in the red zone. Yeah, I mean, he could be almost like a Kenny Golladay kind of character, yeah. or or even what I saw is he's not this now. He's not the same prospect as he as this guy was coming out. But I think he he's got potential to be a Julia uh, Julio Jones kind of guy because he's got a lot of the traits. Um, it would take some development, but he's he's got the potential there. He's got the the kind of the the route running and and setting setting things up, setting setting up plays. So you kind of watch the tape and you can see him trying things out and then coming back later on in the game and making it work for him sort of almost like storytelling with his with his route running and head nods and fakes and uh, and breaking back he break uh, julio break breaks back on the ball so well sits down on his route so well and and this guy does that and it just he i mean he's a, a sort of cerebral wide receiver you know like a kind of real kind of thinking man's wide receiver and for his, with a guy with his speed and size and hands I just think it's you know an alluring combination that I'd be very excited for the Steelers to take. Yeah, I think he's got room for growth. I don't know that he's maybe as technically polished as as you've made out, Gav. I don't know. I don't know if you think he is, but I think he's got great hands. I think he's got great traits, but I think he could. I think he could benefit from some NFL coaching. I think he's. He's got a decent ceiling when it comes to that kind of stuff, and I think if we see more complicated, it almost looked too easy for him at times. I'm talking about him breezing past people. I think, but I think I think that comes from what he's doing yeah. at the line of scrimmage. He's setting up his routes so that that, that he, he's he's basically really confusing the guy that's marking him hmm. by 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 his little steps. He does little hesitation. He does like the hand drum kind of. Uh, I don't know if you can hear I was doing a hand drum then. Does like the hand drum play and then the 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 the, the back's got no idea which way he's gonna go. And um and then and then he's got the the size and the speed, so he just can't catch up. So then it makes it look like he's made an easy catch. Um he doesn't do much after the catch, I've got to say yeah. he's just he'll just catch and then just turn up field and run. But for what he's doing pre catch, I don't really care. Because, you know, there's other guys on the team like, you know, you've got DJ and stuff that can do stuff after the catch. So this this isn't that guy. I think I think if you, if they did take him, perhaps be a slight admission that maybe Washington's not working out quite as well as as they hoped because mm. this I think Mims could possibly fill that role. But I think he's such a good player, you'd have to consider it if he was available. I do think that's probably why he's not got the buzz that that you're talking about is because he's not that kind of explosive kind of. You know, yards after catch guy. So many of these guys are, and that's what flashes early on tape, right? 
Um, he is much more a traits guy, I think, and that's good. And I think that's that's something that every team could use. Um, so yeah, I, I do like him. I really like the tape, and I think he can only uh, go up. I, I do. I don't. I don't know if he's necessarily going to be. Uh, a superstar, but but not everyone has to be a superstar. Sometimes you just want a guy with a great frame who can go up and be a red zone weapon, right? Yeah, he's a, he's a yeah, he's a good receiver, yeah. and um, I, I think he's he's going to be my third red star guy that I think Ooh, the another Steelers red star guy. Take. Get the yeah. red star out. Yeah. So who you got next? Um, have you got another? Uh, well, Dave, who have you, who's who's next on your list? We've got to you. Not had one of yours yet. I have um, Chase uh, Chase Claypool. Oh. Talk about red star guys. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just sort of. Uh, he's a bit of a sort of a. I suppose a bit like Duvernay. He's sort of a again sort of a bit of a bully, but bit na- bit of a nasty mean streak to him. Mm. Um, from what I've seen of tape, now that I've watched all of his tape, obviously, um, solid blocker, good blocker, not afraid to stick his head in there and be and, and bully guys around. Um, potentially. I don't. I don't know how. What was his time? I don't know. What I didn't see. Unbelievably his... four, fast. Four four two, um, which is insane for the size that he is. Right. I mean, I almost didn't believe it when when, <laughs> when he I showed know. it. I think we, I think you and me were chatting online at the time. It just what the hell? It's just, it's just when, when I watch the tape. When you, like, when you watch the tape, he doesn't seem particularly fast. So yeah. I sort of marching yeah. down as oh, maybe he's sort of like a. Slot guy, sort of across the middle kind of kind of person, not a guy that's going to burn people. But when you look at that, like wow, yeah, maybe he is. And maybe is, he has got that. That ability. is a little bit of a red flag. It's worth pointing out as well. I mean, he doesn't play with four four two speed, right? Um, but I don't know because what I saw is that he he he's a boundary receiver, right? He's yeah. he stems well outside and beats his man. So that would I that would speak to that that he's got that kind of quick straight line burning speed, and then the size to box out the the, the um. The cornerback, yeah. but I mean, he's gotten. I don't. I. I didn't. It'd be interesting to see what he did in the three cone because I'd li- like to know what. Because he's. I mean, although he's got a double, a uh, decent double move, he doesn't really that run a kind of very sophisticated route tree. Um, but what what I like about him is I think he's the ideal weapon for a kind of your two minute drill. Mm. I mean, mm. like the, the sideline catches you see him do regularly. You know, it's perfect for that. You know, controlling the clock, and he'd just be an absolute you know dominant threat with the size and speed. That kind of situation. Um, but, but, he's, but he's another guy that's like, sort of got like a tight end build, isn't he? He's another one of those big dudes. He's, is he the biggest in the? Yeah, well, the there, was to, there was talk of him moving to tight end. I think, right? Um, yeah, potentially, or some teams wanted him to. I actually wrote down, uh, can't get T Higgins. How about this dude? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, you know, I really, I mean, because I, I was this guy wasn't particularly on my radar actually before. Uh, before we saw him at the combine yesterday, so I kind of crammed a little bit on him today, um, and what I watched a lot of him today, and I'm really impressed by him. I think he's very much the kind of guy we're talking about, Gav, that, that I'm really interested in, in the Steelers taking, which is something that I don't think the Steelers necessarily have in uh, Juju, Washington, DJ. I think this is something that we're missing. Big, big physical dude who can just win through contact. Um, he, he's difficult to move, right? He's just like you said, boxing DBs out and high pointing the football. And um, once he's like kind of rooted to the ground, that's it, right? <laughs> he's gonna you gonna dive up there and get it, and you, you're not gonna get get him off his off his stance. Um, I did, but you know, you don't see a ton of juice. But the fact that he runs that four four two just just rises his upside physically and makes you think, well. You know, maybe there is a little bit more juice there that you you didn't always see on tape, but but 
I think the ceiling is high there. Um, and yeah. like Dave said, I, sorry, Gav. I was going to say, I totally agree. My, my only caveat is he doesn't offer anything over the middle, which is what I think the Steelers need, need to be, you know, they need to have a couple of people coming through that are going to do some damage there. That's that's my only knock on him, really, that he, he doesn't have that kind of, you know, lateral kind of movement to, yeah. to bring that. Yeah. Because it's a shame because he's got the size and toughness. You'd think he could. I, I do almost want... I, I almost want a Washington and a Juju to kind of play that role. I know I know you've spoken a lot about this is what you want, and I agree with you, but I, I do wish those guys could develop into that or one of those guys could take that role on. Mm. Um, I think maybe Juju is the guy. Yeah. But, but he just didn't, do it, didn't do it last year. I just love a guy like this where, where he's got the big frame, 6'4 build, and he, he, he just makes 50-50 balls, 70-30 balls, you know? Um, yeah, no, I, I like him. I, I just, I've just got him down underneath, you know, Pittman and Mims hmm. for that kind of. Well, well, you, get, you get you get more from them. I think after that, this. after that combine, he's, I think he's going to be a riser. I don't know where he goes. That's why I kind of asked you yesterday what the buzz was on him, and in, in uh, somewhere anywhere from sort of back end of round two to the fourth round is is what yeah. you kind of said, right? But yeah. I could see that was early in the process. Yeah, yeah, I could see him rising. Um, I'm interested in him. You know, if he's there in the third round, I'd be. I'd be happy with that, but um, yeah, who knows? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, the speed is was impressive, for sure. I do like him, though. He, he's put, put a red star on him, Gavin, on your little notebook. <laughs> you. <laughs> okay. Um, the guy I wanted to talk about, um, I, I think I both texted you because I had a horrible vision of this guy in the backfield at a mesh point, meshing the ball with Lamar Jackson. It came to me like a nightmare thing, and it sent shivers down my my <laughs> spine. And I, and I just hope that he goes to. I'm not sure the Steelers know what would know what to do with this guy, but I just hope that he ends up at one of the other 30 teams than the Steelers and the Ravens, basically. And that's and that's Lynn Bowden. Who did you watch any of, of his tape? I I didn't know. I remember you texting me this, and it, and then it fell out of my mind until you just mentioned it. <laughs> it I, I mean, I I'd, I'd seen some. And, and when he actually, I read a sort of bit, bit into what what had sort of gone on with where he was, and he'd been asked to be like a to fill in for a quarterback for a while, hadn't he? Yeah, they, their quarterback went down, their backup quarterback went back down. He stepped in, and they ran a kind of wild wildcat offense. And you know, dude offense, is not a quarterback. That he's not a quarterback, but he is. If 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 you took Lamar Jackson and removed the throwing ability, that's what you've <laughs> yeah. got. And yeah. it's terrifying. Yeah. No, he's 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 entertaining. I mean, main thing I wrote down was that he's fun to watch. That was it was I had a, had a good time watching his tape. But um, he's a very he's just a natural gifted athlete. I don't I don't even know if he's entirely sure where he wants to be in terms of position. I think he's just sort of happy to be anywhere as long as he's on the field. He seems that kind of guy to me. Yeah, good character uh, guy. I mean, the yeah. fact that he was prepared to tank his draft stock by playing at quarterback when he can't throw just to help the team, and he became like kind of a cult hero there. Yeah, the, the guy's explosive. I mean, he had 300 and, 348 yards and one touchdown. He's not. It's not exactly wide receiver stats. No, but that's I suppose because he's been asked to be filling in for a quarterback. But but yeah, he's he's certainly a, a gifted, athletic guy. But I'm not sure he's. He was um, a second team All SEC in 2018 at wide receiver. So yeah, he was on track to be you know one of the better guys. Mm. Um, so you know. He's a very interesting prospect. It totally depends where he ends up. And as I say, if he if he's in the, if he's there with the Ravens, that is 
absolutely frightening. Because you imagine what they could do in that offense. Mm. Yeah, less gadget stuff from from the Ravens, please. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, anyway, who do you want to go to next, Si? Uh, the next guy I looked at was uh, one of the one of the new guys that in the rise of the abbreviation uh, wide receiver, um, DPJ, uh, Donovan Peoples Jones, uh, for Michigan. Um, I'm not sure D- DPJ is that, that's not as good as OBJ, right? DPJ. How, how does that roll? Doesn't roll off the tongue. No, it's not, yeah, it's not, not, as good. not great. No, no. But I do <laughs> I do genuinely... I think I heard someone talk about this in a podcast the other day. I do genuinely think these guys with abbreviated names and these double-barreled surnames do get a little bit of a bump in like terms of um, how much attention <laughs> is paid to them. Just because just, just they can shorten the name. <laughs> um, yeah, so so DPJ uh, went to Michigan 6'2", uh, 2'12". Um, so, I started off watching this guy and immediately was hit... Because obviously I jump on and I try and watch a few of the highlights to start with. And it was immediately struck by a few um, returns that he had. Um, he had a spectacular return against once uh, Wisconsin. Um, he crossed the field twice, did like a cheeky spin move halfway through, and I thought, wow. Well, I mean, why is this guy? I've not heard more about this guy already. I, I know he's kind of been on the fringes of the kind of the top ten conversation a little bit from a few people I've heard, but um, I was like, what? Well, very interesting. And, and then you kind of jump a little bit more into it, a little bit more into it, and and the problem is that that he was a five star guy who went to Michigan. Um, obviously with John Harbaugh up there and and didn't really do much um, had very little production over uh, three years despite being a five-star recruit Um, and the argument with this guy is and I don't know if either of you two have spent any time watching the argument with this guy is 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 it that he was uh, completely tanked by his quarterback Shea Patterson obviously um, gets a lot of stick Um, or was it that he didn't put up enough production, and that's going to be a problem for him in the NFL. I've seen a lot of the kind of the um, the the line on him almost from a lot of scouts is he's going to be a better pro than he was a college player, um, which I feel like you hear a lot from these guys with low production. But he does have all the traits. I mean, he he, he makes great he makes great adjustment. Are either of you guys watched it, watched him? Yeah, I, I I saw a lot of more more talk was about that he overcame poor quarterback play. Mm, mm. Than anything else, he, he does. He seems like a again like a, a natural athletic guy, but he does sort of he lacks that sort of burst of speed. He's not a twitchy guy. He, he just seems to me to be sort of at times sort of lumbering around, like almost like he's is there an issue with laziness? Maybe I don't know. It just sort of ooh. felt like he just sort of lacked a bit of enthusiasm. <laughs> Gal came times. in with the ooh. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I can't say that I found him him lazy. Uh, Dave, <laughs> I wouldn't suggest such a thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, listen, he's, he's. I think the trouble is we, we get so used to watching some of these. There's so many burners in this class that you see a guy with average speed and, and he looks lumbering, right? Yeah. But um, bit, I, I was impressed with a lot of his traits. I mean, he's six foot two, so he, he's kind of in between. He's he's not a huge dude, but he's got a bigger body type. He's not one of the five foot eleven burner types. I thought he, but I thought despite that he had he had quite an imposing frame. I thought he boxed people out really well. Um, I, I thought his his speed frame combo was was pretty decent. It, maybe not to the um, uh, who we were just talking about that I loved um, Chase Claypool. Claypool. Maybe not in the way that Claypool's speed size was was kind of off the charts, but um, I, I thought he was enough, and I quite liked it. And the other traits that he had, I thought he had great hands. I thought. Yeah, he adjusted a lot, and I thought I don't think you put him as a punt returner in the NFL because of that speed issue. But I thought the fact that he showed 
he could be a great punt returner in college because of his his uh, skill with ball, the ball in his hands. Um, was quite attractive when you're looking at yards after the catch and, and stuff like that. Uh, also, great sideline awareness, which you don't see from college players very often. Um, every time he catches a ball in the end zone or at the sideline, he always ensures he has two feet down, which I like because you don't get that in college because you don't have to do it, right? Um, mm. But he always does it, probably um, with the foresight of getting to the NFL. But uh, people have said that he was open a lot more than he was targeted. I mean, I, I can't really speak to that, but... Um, you kind of just got to take that at face value. I don't know. It's a very interesting one, though, that I thought we should mention because it's that classic, you know, lack of production versus traits that, um, you know, NFL teams going to have to evaluate whether they believe that he could be a better pro and with coaching and, and, and a better quarterback play, he can be a, a good pro. I don't, I don't know. I, I left thinking I didn't see a, a great deal of knocks on him. I really liked his play. I really liked his tape. I really liked what he had, but there just wasn't a great deal of it. Um so I'd be uncomfortable taking him in the, in the top couple of rounds, but if you were looking sort of third round, I could see him going there and I could see him being a popular choice, but I think he might end up sneaking into that second round. Yeah, I think I, 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 I kind of steered clear of him, to be honest, because I'd heard uh, exactly the things you're saying. I'd, I'd heard that about him. He's the traits guy. You've got to project. And I, I hate those guys. I, I, not, not, I don't hate them. <laughs> I don't hate them. I, I hate trying to evaluate them because... Yeah, how, yeah. I, you know, I want to see, I want to kind of watch a guy do his thing and then work out what I think, how that will work in the NFL. And if it's just a guy who's just an athlete, you know, that's that's almost why I struggle with Brandon Ayuk in a way. So I, I can't quite work out what I'd want him to do in the team. So it's, it's that problem for me. So, but it sounds like you've summed him up well. So, so I, I preferred uh, DPJ um, to Ayuk personally a little bit, um, but that's just me. Wow. That's, uh, you heard it here first. <laughs> That's that, now we'll never hear from DPJ again. Now you could be the next AB. Right? <laughs> um, a guy I wanted to talk about was uh, KJ Hill. Did you watch any of him? Oh, he was he was like next on my list, and I was like going to get to it. I didn't have the time. Ah, he's, did you watch any of him, Dave? Uh, I don't think I did actually. No, I, no, I'm I, on my own I, must, I must have missed out on him. <laughs> Sorry, go. <laughs> Well, uh, I, I, I thought I, I, what I saw on tape was a speed and shifty guy from the slot. But then he, he ran a four six forty, which I kind of found a bit surprising. I thought he was faster than that. But um, I, I like him. He's not he's not the kind of guy that I, I, I uh, have been kind of hoping the Steelers will draft. He's he's more kind of agile, twitched up, sort of got a zone beater kind of you know guy that's coming out of the slot. Can, can you know wins quite a lot of balls in college over the top and, and um, scores touchdowns, which. I'm not sure that will translate in the NFL, but um, it's good, good route running, good over-the-shoulder catching ability. Um, interesting guy and plays for Ohio State, and we know that um, the Steelers always like Ohio State Buckeyes. Hmm. Uh, yeah, good, good guy. I think in some ways I thought he was more of a kind of complete receiver than the other KJ. Well, in fact, there's three KJs in this class, but I think I, I have him as my top KJ over KJ Hamler. <laughs> Might, might be contentious. How could you speak that way about Hamler? <laughs> um, I don't know. There's some things I don't like about Hamler. He's too, too, too slight for me. I don't know. He's, I just think he's he could be destroyed at the next level. Yeah, I know, I know that. Yeah, but anyway, but KJ Hill I liked. So maybe that's a guy worth checking out. Um, yeah. Just just decent tape. Just you know, you watch the tape. He's scoring touchdowns. He's getting passes. He's doing stuff. Yeah, it's just a fun guy to watch. Not, you know, as I say, he's, you know, he's not going to win many contested balls, but he's open. He's open quite a lot. And what's the vibe quite on him? Where, where, with the ball we, is. Where's he looking to go? Do we think? Uh, I mean, he's kind of mid mid tier. 
Mm. Bottom of the second tier, top of the third tier, maybe. Feels like there's a lot of guys around there, doesn't it? Uh, so, someone's got to vacate that area. <laughs> it feels like <laughs> we're going to have a run from like at the Steelers' pick all the way to the middle of the third round of, of wide receivers. Like, uh, somewhat, some people have got to fall there. Um, I could see some of the, some of these. Every time I talk about a guy, I think, oh, he could really talk, he could really move his way into the second round. And then I'm like, well, not everybody can move the way into the second round, right? Yeah, definitely. The the comp I've got here, and it's not a comp I've seen, and not a comp that I've made. It's a comp I've seen from someone else. Is Cooper Cup? Mm. Now that's a good comp. So, uh, Dave, you got another one? Yeah. Go, going going back to abbreviated names uh, mm. rather than PD, P, well, DPJ. Sorry, Gandhi Golden. Uh, AGG. Ag. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, Ant- Antonio Gandhi Golden. That, that's probably my favourite name in the wide receiver class. This is, but um, he, he seems like I, I don't think he's the sort of person that's been used for, uh, as a versatile player. Like I was saying earlier, he's heavily situational. He seems to be like a jump ball specialist, and he's great at it. He's amazing at it. But I don't know how well he's going to be outside of that. Hmm. Um, I mean, he's a big dude. He's six four, two twenty. But um, yeah, he's got great hands. Really drops sort of again, sort of natural cricket soft hands. But yeah, we're going to trademark that, Dave. I think that we're going to introduce that into draft speak because no one's <laughs> ever ever said cricket hands. Soft we're cricket we're, we're hands. starting it now. Cricket yeah. hands, not in 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 relation to NFL draft prospects. I think it's... I think that's yours. And you're going to start <laughs> using that on Twitter. I don't think it means anything to Americans. That's the trouble. <laughs> exactly. But that's why you know. Let's let's educate. It's just when you, it's watching a guy who doesn't necessarily watch the ball. It's in his peripheral vision. He's not watching it into his hands. It's it's an, an instinctual catch. I mean, it, it, I suppose you can't always tell from watching it. It's just how you feel when you watch a guy catch a ball and you think, yeah, he's he's in control of the situation. You see some guys snatching at it and reaching outside of the body and and almost like it's on them before they before they've had time to move their hands. It's like it's. He knows where it's going before he's seen it. Like an instinctual thing. Like a like a another sense, a, a sixth sense. But um but yeah, anyway, yeah, I he's yeah, I don't I don't know if he's gonna be much use outside of being a jump ball guy. He might be heavily situational, but I like him. Yeah. I mean his four six four forty slightly concerning. Given that the knock on him was worries over speed, you know he didn't he didn't overcome his knock. Um, but yeah, he's, he's he's another traits guy, isn't he? He's another one that's the, the kind of athlete gymnast kind of dude. He's hmm. come from a small school. I mean, he plays for Liberty. I mean, yeah, it's, it's competition is bad. So it's it's hard. He's a hard one for me to project. So I I didn't go too deep into his tape. So I don't know. So si, what do you think? No, yeah, I didn't either. It wasn't one that I focused on. It's it's he, he's a knock on him is that he's not a sort of a technical route runner, but you don't he doesn't have to be. You just got to stick you up there somewhere near him, and he'll go and get it. But no, I I, I I can see where people are coming from with him, but I can say I've got a I've got a good feeling about him. I don't necessarily think the Steelers will pick him up because I don't think that's what we need, but I do like him. Yeah, and, and they were kind of pumping him quite hard at the senior bowl, weren't they, with a lot of sort of the the, the clips, the VTs beforehand, and then mm. he didn't he didn't really show up in the game. 
but you know yeah. that's one game mm. but it was it's it's another thing for me that most my ah oh, you know he's a traits guy but not a you know is he a football player is the question for me i mean yeah. you know the 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 guys at liberty are what i'm talking about with with uh with Dayton drayton or dayton or whatever it is with um adam troutman you know he's running into them they're going to you know they're falling down to the floor and you know they're springing off him like bowling pins um is that going to happen is the separation he's getting real is is any of it real is it just a mirage because he's a freak compared to those those guys so yeah it's, it's hard to tell mm. Uh, Sorry, si, who you got next? Uh, did we speak about Van Jefferson last week? Well, uh, no, we didn't. Yeah, I, I'm assuming you've looked at him, Gav, because I know you've mentioned him a few times. Yeah, we we sort of talked about him leading up to the senior body. Yeah, it's a shame yeah. they found a Jones fracture in his foot, yeah, right? Uh, yeah. So it's one of the medical guys, like like uh, Thaddeus Moss, because he's, he's so, another yeah. one of your, so yeah, both of your kind of your sleeper guys. Both of them couldn't perform at the <laughs> combine, which is the same for you. Maybe, maybe um, I had a hand in that. <laughs> <laughs> he stamped on him. Um, uh, yeah, I really wanted to see his forty because uh, yeah, exactly. He's a he's a great route runner and a great catcher route route. But um, I just wanted to know where he stacked up speed wise because yeah. he is kind of a technical route runner, right? Yes, absolutely. I, I mean, that's exactly that's exactly what he is. I mean, I mean the the staple on him is a technique over athleticism guy. He's he's a classic technique over athleticism guy. What is it? His dad's a uh, a twelve year receiver in the NFL and now he's a coach for the Jets, and you can tell. Um, he, he he's very um, very pro ready. You put it. He's, he, he could line up tomorrow um, and run crisp routes better than than you know probably a lot of the, the slot receivers in the NFL right now. Um, excellent attention to detail. A kind of guy you can you, you, I imagine probably puts a lot of a lot of work into to the to the craft and to the technique of the game and um, maybe doesn't have the top end athletic traits, but um, which you know is unfortunate because those are the things that the teams value the highest, right? And that's why guys like this will. Uh, probably eventually fall um but that said i think what he does bring to the table is impressive enough to warrant a kind of a a mid to late day two grade is what i would have on him and i'd I'd be very comfortable in the third round um taking a guy like this but um yeah the the one knock is a very very modest production i mean i mean again it's it's difficult he's coming from a, a big school as well in florida so you maybe expect a little bit better than that but not great production, um, and and he'll be twenty four before the start of the season. I'm yeah, not, not yeah, a big fan that, of drafting old guys. The, my my fear with him is that he's just going to end up being a backup and kind of not, core special yeah. teamer. Yeah. So that's fine. That's great. You know, if that's what you 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 want at the, the position you draft him, just you just don't want to overdraft this guy. Yes, 100%. I think. I and it's just a yeah, shame. Yeah. It's a shame for him he couldn't run because he might have you know persuaded a couple of teams to take a sort of punt on him. But I think. I think he's going to go late. He's one to look. He's one to look out for in terms of kind of if he does. I don't know if he's going. To, uh, the Jones fracture not going to be too long of an issue, is it? I well, know. I think it's six to eight weeks, and, <sighs> and I think that means yeah. that he's basically maybe not even able to run at his pro day, or right. won't be. You know, won't yeah. be putting up a good team at his pro, uh, good time at his pro day. So you know, will, will he be able to run before the draft? I don't know. So yeah, it's not looking great. It's a really unfortunate time for him. Cool name though. I mean, his name. He sounds like a kind of guitarist from a sort of seven <laughs> psychedelic rock band. So you know, he's got that going for him. I, I do think so. Some teams will fall in love with this guy's uh, technical ability. I think. Um, yeah, you might be right that he slips down a little bit. I mean, I think he's got a very modest ceiling because he lacks those elite traits, and he's he's not going to end up being a 
super athletic dude, but I think slipping a guy like this in the slot who can uh, do the kind of things he does and, and be a complimentary piece, I, I think some team will, like, will really like that. Yeah, I mean, I think the the kind of maybe the emphasis of just pure route running is kind of unfortunately going away a little bit. I mean, yeah. look at Riley Ridley last year was possibly the best route runner in the class and he, he never didn't, I mean, you'd expect him to start doing stuff this this season for the Bears, but he's not really showed up. Yeah. So you'd, you'd worry that that would be exactly what happens to this guy. That leaves me with one guy. Does anyone? Else, what's everyone else got? I have uh, uh, Marquez Callaway or Mar- Marquez Marquez Callaway. Oh, big sleeper! I didn't have watched any tape, but I've, I, I want to because I've heard this guy's a sleeper. So take it away, Dave. I, I don't have an awful lot on him. So only sort of he was sort of the last one on my list before I I threw in the towel. <laughs> um, he was four star recruit. Can I sorry before we get into it? Can I ask why you picked him? It just, I've, again, he's not a guy I don't think, I don't think the Steels will pick him up. So I don't think he's well, what I'm sorry, before, before we get into him, sorry, I'm just interested in, you know, there's like, I've got 60 names here on my list. Yeah. He's, he's down in the 50s. But I, I, I've, I've heard only in the last couple of days some buzz on him. So what made you even watch his tape? It was, he, he's, he's a speed guy and, a lot, a lot of in terms of wide receivers, I tend, I tend to sort of side more with, as we were saying earlier, sort of physical guys, guys who are a bit, bit of a mean streak, a bit tough. And he was sort of the opposite of that. He's not a physical guy. He's not. So have you watched you know, tape on every single one of these guys? Then all sixty of them? No, not all sixty. No, I've, I've, I have a child to look after. <laughs> but, <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. So I'm asking you, how, how did you watch tape on this guy who's like way, way deep on the list? What, mate, what brought him to your attention? Not not what traits he has or anything, but how did you even click on the link to watch his first tape? Because I haven't seen a down of football from him. Just sort of, I, I think he must have popped up an article somewhere, someone talking about him. I thought, oh, I'll look at this guy. And right. yeah, I ended up looking at him. And then I wouldn't say I was blown away by him, but I like the, the traits he has, I liked. Um, so like I said, I've, like I said, I've not gone into all 60 guys I have, other, I have other things to do. I have money to earn, but <laughs> but no, he's 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 got a good good speed, good burst. Um, again, a, a natural cricket, natural pair of cricket hands he's got. Um, <laughs> yes, <thanks. laughs> but he, yeah, he go, goes up well. High points the ball. He's I think I don't know if he had some sort of issue coming into into college because he was sort of he was a four star recruit that didn't really get used very much. Um, but obviously, in his later later, later time, he's he's been used more. Um, but yeah, from what I, what I saw, I I liked I, I like I like to say I like his speed and athleticism. I can't get that word out. But uh, but yeah, I, I assume you guys haven't seen anything of him. No, I haven't. With... But why why I'm pressing you to find out and why I'm impressed you brought him up is because I follow Dave T. Do you know Dave T. from the Terrible Podcast? He comes up once a year. Yeah, he's right. like a, he's like a super scout. Like he's been in the scouting game forever, and um, I just kind of follow him. He's got blogs and things he does, and and he, he his speciality over the years has been picking sleepers. So he's you know he maybe he's not a big ranking guy or whatever but he he'll he'll kind of he always manages to pick a couple of sleepers and they are the ones that that, that progress to do well and his his two sleepers this year are Marquez Callaway your guy 
and then also the Navy kid, Malcolm Perry, who he calls, he, I think he's going to trademark it, uh, Swiss Navy Knife. <laughs> Which is a nice he's, he's, bit. But he, he, he looked good at the combine, Malcolm Perry, I thought. I, th- I think Calloway's a guy I'm probably going to look at. I say he, he was sort of a last-minute watch before I threw in the towel before I started making my tea. But um, he's someone I'm, I think I'm going to probably look into a bit more. So I'll, I'll come back to you on that one, I think. Well, okay. I've just pulled up his, because I, I haven't even paid any attention to this guy, but I, I just pulled up his uh, NFL uh, draft profile. Um, on the little, on some of the guys at the bottom um, on the NFL website, if, if if anyone's gone on and looked at these, they have like a little bit that says sources tell us, and it basically means that they've spoke to someone within a team who's kind of said, well, you know, like a scout in one of the teams, and they've given them a quote on on, on the player. Um, and the sources tell us box for uh, for this guy says. He just doesn't offer up enough versatility to be draftable in my eyes. I don't think he's as fast as people think, and he's just going to be a vertical-only receiver. <laughs> that was a personnel director from an NFC team. <laughs> okay. Um, well, he ran a four-five-five as well. I don't know, but but I'm hearing that he's a burner. So is he? Does he look faster what, on tape than that? What Callaway? This is. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I've got him down as a four-six-three. Obviously, okay. our stop stopwatches were misaligned. Anyway, I'm, sorry, I'm on the NFL Combine results, so you're not going to pull right. up this time. <laughs> okay, no, no, I, I, I think I've taken took a note of the unofficials. So yeah, amateur. <laughs> you had your stopwatch out, didn't you? You were like, um, uh, what's them doing that? Did you see them with the, doing the pistol grip stopwatch? Yeah. <laughs> it was uh, Charlie Castle. Charlie Castle, yeah. Did, yeah, did yeah, but didn't like he come assist- out? Didn't he come out and say that um, Rugs got a, a four-two flat? <laughs> yeah. On the on the one that he pulled his hamstring on. <laughs> Uh, anyway, um, a serious question for Dave there. Sorry. Yeah. So yeah. So I, I was just saying, does he look faster than that? Because I'm I'm seeing here that he's a vertical style kind of guy, the the feast of famine guy. Is, is he? Uh, does he look faster than a four five five guy? He. I mean, it's hard to say from tape if he is or not. I mean, he he's, he does seem that way. He seems like a, I say he's purely a speed guy. Maybe there is some truth to the fact that he's sort of a vertical guy. I don't think he is particularly versatile, but I think. From, I don't know. From what we've already got in a in a wide receiver room, we need guys who can play roles. We need guys that are things that we haven't already got. Have we already got a speed guy? That's that's purely speed. I think Washington is meant to be that kind of burner on the outside, although he's not that fast. But he offers it through stemming his roots and kind of physicality. Does that kind of? But yeah, no, not massive speed. Well, apparently this guy doesn't have massive speed either. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad for Dave now after after, uh, after Gav just like launched the Spanish Inquisition after him. <laughs> so, no, no, I was interested. Sorry, I, 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 no, I was impressed. It, it was my it was a compliment. I was just imp- I'm surprised. It was a name I'd kind of you know I'd had just something I'd noted and not watched any tape on. But I'm, I'm impressed that Dave brought him up. You know, one of the top draft sprouts, scouts in the countries. You know, got him earmarked, and there you go, Dave spotted him on tape. Well, from, well, from my my three minutes of watching whilst making me tea was uh was was. Okay, don't, don't ruin it, Dave. Don't ruin it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of uh, speed guys or supposed speed guys, did you watch any Gabriel Davis? No. No. Yeah, I mean, he's getting some buzz about you know being kind of one of the top second tier teams, but I didn't like this guy at all. Oh, this so. is the UCF guy. I have heard a lot of buzz on him. Yeah, um, he's got quite a high grade from a lot of a lot. It of, has, yeah, yeah, he has. Yeah. Six three, two twelve, ran off one. Well, this is the unofficial time. He might correct me now. Uh, I've got a four five four forty. 
Uh, yeah, that's right. Okay, but I, I just saw him as being a kind of one-trick pony, which is the trick is okay. The trick is good, like if you want that trick, but it's just run up the side, up the sideline, outside the guy, or run up the sideline and break back on the ball, and that's it. That's all he offers. Physical blocker. Didn't really see any route running at all. No fakes or shifts. Just beats a guy. That's it. So maybe that's what he sounds like in the, the mould of your Marquez Callaway. Similar. But yeah. just a bit a bit, bit more traitsy and a better school. Yeah, um, he's one to keep an eye on. Yeah, I know a lot of people are high on him. Um, I'm not high on him at all. Well, no, you aren't. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you a guy I am high on. And I think he's my fourth red star guy. I don't know if you watched any of this guy. Uh, he's, he's he's my lowest red star, so this will be a later rounds prospect. But if, Wait, if, sorry, if they've who, kind of... who's this? Sorry, I, I'm I'm doing a build up. I haven't oh, revealed the said, name. You said oh sorry, I thought you said his name and I missed it. <laughs> <laughs> I've trampled all over your intro. I apologize. Yeah, you've bounced on my trampoline. Um, I was going to say okay, I just, I just <laughs> Tyler Johnson of Minnesota. You watch any of this guy? Uh, no, no. So I like this guy. He's in the mould of, you know, the, my broken record, you know, catches over the middle, nice hands. Um, good. Yeah, you know, he's actually got some good double moves and some and breaks well, stutters. He's not fast, not super fast. What did he run? Actually? I, I don't think he ran, actually, at the, at the didn't, uh, combine. Didn't run, no. I didn't run, yeah. Uh, which is annoying because I wanted to see how what he ran. But um, he hasn't got much burst, but he, he kind of gets going. And when he gets going, he's fast. Um, but kind of a physical guy and, and just absolutely dominated on slant routes mm. across you know so i think i think that's that's again you know if, if if you miss if it was me if i was in charge and you miss you know you go a different way on your sort of early rounds picks or mid mid rounds picks the steelers have got and you're kind of sitting there fifth sixth round and this guy's sitting there he, he'd be my final like oh let's go after tyler johnson but yeah he's not he's not complete you know he could be He's never going to be a number one receiver. He'll always be a complimentary receiver, but he'd be a good complimentary receiver. Kind of what we were talking about earlier in the year of, you know, that's what the Steelers needed. They didn't need an alpha. They, they needed a really good beta. Yeah, I guess that's a phrase. You know, a really good dog, backup, kind of wily separation junkie. Mm. You know, that's this guy. Got here uh, the play strength reminiscent of AJ Brown. Uh, listed well, on, on the yeah. NFL website. Yeah. Yeah, check out his tape. Yeah, absolutely. Um, last guy I had, uh, I kind of like this. Look, we've all kind of gone and found different sort of later round guys, and and um, and if we can avoid the questioning from Gav as to why we found them, we <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Spanish Inquisition. Sorry, <laughs> I, I, I was just curious that Dave just wasn't giving up the information. That's what it was. I had to keep pressing. Um, the, the last guy I looked at was uh, Quez Watkins. I didn't um, watch any of this. For, from Southern Miss, um, I put him down as a kind of a potential sleeper guy. Uh, again, uh, again, very. This this is actually is a burner level speed guy. Uh, runner ran a four three five forty. So so he's really up there with the fastest guys in this draft. Um, but what I found interesting was he has a very rare sort of blend of abilities. Usually with burners, right, you kind of associate them with a certain kind of level of trait, right? They're going to be guys with that are shifty and, and, and good with the ball in the hands and, and interesting joystick style moves. But but he's not that kind of guy. He's got that speed, but he kind of, uh, he has this exceptional ability to leap up and high point the ball. I think I mentioned this on, who was it? I think it was um, Jalen Rager 
on uh, last week's podcast. But this guy does it as well, where he he's he's only six foot. He, he's not he's not the top. I mean, not small, but but he's not a six foot four guy. But you'd think he is sometimes. The way that he leaps up and, and beats taller defenders, despite being a, a speedy guy, it's weird. It's like he has the speed of a of a burner, but the traits of a, a six foot four, you know, Calvin Johnson style <laughs> receiver. Um, not that I'm saying he's going to be any of those things, but but you know it's just a rare blend of traits that I thought might be interesting for a certain kind of team. Um, he does have a lot of wiggle with the ball in his hands, though, as well. I mean, he has an exceptional second gear as well. If you watch some of the tape, and he is playing weak composition, which is worth, worth bearing in mind. But um, he can catch the ball, and even if he's slightly behind a group of defenders that are coming in on him, he, he can get up to that second gear. Uh, very very quickly and you can see his acceleration and burst and he, ju- he, can, he can just run through and, he, and he's a he's the typical threat to score every time he has the ball in his hands um and what the other thing i like is that he's, he's a kind of player that's, that's still growing looking at his production it grew steadily um over the three years which is what you want too many of these guys now were you know didn't do anything until his final year and then blew up or you know did a really good had a really good season in 2018 and then was kind of quiet in 2019. Whereas this guy has steadily improved stats and steadily improves his game over three years. And that's what a lot of the scouts are saying about him as well, that people that have been around him have seen that he's grown and matured and and got better at the position as the years go by and that he's nowhere near finished his development. So that's why I was kind of interested in him as a a potential sleeper, a guy that maybe with a couple of years under his belt in the NFL could, could grow to be a a starter in the NFL and and, and a good, a good player for, for a team. But yeah, only knock argument was maybe maybe not quite physical enough to play against strong press coverage. Um, could get jammed up a little bit and 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 makes most of his uh, hay when he when he's not most of his hay when he kind of is able to drift past guys and and then you know challenge them at the catch point. But if he maybe if people got his grill and I feel like that's the case for a lot of these smaller burner guys. You know, can they overcome that challenge of of press coverage and man coverage? But um, yeah, so Quez Watkins, uh, interesting guy, I thought was worth looking at. Yeah, he looked decent in the drills at the combine. I, I'll be honest, I'd not even heard his name before or seen his name anywhere. So, um, yeah, I don't know much about him. Well, before, but, uh, what, before uh, what, you ask, what, Gav, the, the reason that I went <laughs> on to him uh, <laughs> was that I, I had actually seen his name popping up a lot on Twitter. A lot of people were saying, you know, no one's talking about this guy, but... So I was like, OK, well, I'll, I'll go be a guy who's talking about him. And I, I did like his name. I thought he was interesting. Again, weak competition, so you've got to put a caveat there, but... Um, yeah, I liked what he's I, a, I he's, a, he's a Twitter hipster guy. Yeah, definitely a Twitter hipster guy, hundred percent. Okay, cool. What what did you say his height was? Uh, he's six foot. Okay. So he's not he's not like a that's that's the thing he's not a his speed would make you think oh he's a five foot nine like um but but he's a little bit more rugsy and and, and but but I feel like he high points the ball better and and he's excellent in that kind of the game but doesn't have a lot of the traits that Ruggs has obviously but. I wish I'd heard your breakdown before the uh, before the combine. I'd have paid more attention. Well, you'll learn what you have. Yeah, <laughs> as I said, we should have done this before the combine. That's yeah, what I say. Anyway. Well, let's well, not let's well. not look behind a curtain. <laughs> it was hard. We had a tough week. Oh, yeah, uh, um, I've only got one more guy. Okay. Have you got another that, guy, Dave? That's all of them for me. No, that's me all. That's my oats blown. Okay, Jesus. Um, the only other guys was. Uh, one that I thought uh, was going to come up earlier, actually, that I'm surprised hasn't come up. Um, Juan Jennings. Do you know, I had him I had him written down. I was halfway through his tape and I decided I'm not that into this. <laughs> and turned it off. <laughs> really? You turned it off? You weren't, you weren't feeling it? I was like, I'm not even going to bother with it because I, I, there's other guys I feel like I'm more interested. Yeah, I'll, I'll, go on, I'm interested to hear what you think. I just thought, he, there's three words sum him up. Tough slot guy. Yeah. That, 
that's what he brings. I mean, he's he's not that explosive. He's you know, he's not got amazing catch radius. He's he's kind of pretty good after the catch, but that's mainly through toughness. Um, he's a little bit high in his breaks and a little bit stiff, but that's kind of like, almost like in a Duvernay way. He's not, not anywhere near Duvernay's kind of toughness, but he's got that kind of tough element. He's got tough hands. So not really, I don't know, not not cricket hands, maybe goalkeeper hands. Kinda. He, he definitely doesn't have cricket hands. Nothing. I didn't see any real clean catches going on there. No, he's he's got yeah, he's got goalkeeper hands. He's you know he's he's grabbing balls in crowds. So and he's got a sort of weird kind of I don't know if you noticed a weird kind of giddy up step, like a weird skip he does. Yeah, and it's a bit of a tell. Did you notice that? Well, he's a, well, I, no, I can't say that I did, but but I found his his entire demeanour with 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 release and and running a bit a bit iffy. Yeah, it's strange. He's like well, if he's if he's going to break and go go on a nine or you know a go route, yeah. it, it looks normal. But if he's going to do anything else, he's got this weird like hitch kind of almost like a boxer or not even a boxer, someone that's prepping up in a, you know in a in a bar fight that yeah. kind of weird kind of jump up. I can't even describe it. A weird, just I've never seen it before. So that that's a bit odd. But um, I like him. I thought I, I think he's got potential. My, my problem is, Gow, he's just slow, and he's too slow. I mean, I know we talk about speed um, all the time, and and you know maybe it's overrated. Guys running four six are fine, but this guy just looked slow. I mean, I felt like he lacked functional speed. He wasn't. He wasn't. He didn't have the speed to to win in the NFL. I didn't think. Yeah, but he doesn't. He doesn't need to win through speed. That's not his but, game. No, but you say. I mean, that's that's okay. But you also can't be lethargic. Yeah, uh, there were times that you know there were times he looked lethargic. You're quite right. Not explosive is is definitely yeah, yeah, on yeah. his scout profile. But um, I just like the toughness. I, I, I'm not saying the Steelers should draft him, but I thought I, I could appreciate what he would bring. Is there um, a bit of a character knock on him? Didn't he get kicked off the team at some point? Oh, I haven't seen that. Oh, I don't know. No, I haven't seen that either. I don't know. I'd read somewhere that he'd had a... a it was described as an outburst, whatever that means. <laughs> Sounds like something um, you do on a night out. <laughs> <laughs> on a Friday night, yeah. Unfortunately, um, we've had to let Dave go from the podcast after an outburst. <laughs> <laughs> no, apparently he had an outburst with um, an old set of coaches and then was brought back by the current set of coaches. So it didn't really say what had happened... Is there a bit of a potential character? Oh, yeah, I've got it here. Um, interim head coach Brady Hope dismissed him from the team after an incident, but the new coaching staff brought him back in the spring of 08. That's all it says. Mm. So an incident? Yeah. Or... <laughs> yeah. Very yeah, that could be, could be many things. Yeah. So aside from him, uh, I guess the only other receivers worth mentioning, but I haven't really dug deep into their tape. Um but just some names to be aware of would be uh, James Prochet, who had, I thought had made a... Did you see the catch he made in the, the combine where it, it was an awful throw? I, I, maybe it was Patterson? Oh, no, it wasn't. It was the guy wearing a headband. Oh, I, don't uh, know. I can't remember this. I'm not... McDonald? Cole, Cole McDonald? Um, from Michigan. Uh, threw him a ball, and it was just way behind him. It was on one of the outbreaking drills. And Prochet just kind of caught it and did a flip. That was cool. Hmm. Um, and some people have kind of been mocking him to the Steelers. He's a kind of small slot guy. But, um, yeah, I'm not that high on him, really. I've I, I not not felt the urge to watch his tape. Another guy that a lot of people are high on is John Hightower. has been a kind of slightly deeper sleeper pick, but with potential. Boise State ran a 4-4-4. 
Yeah, I, I can't watch any to- any tape from Boise. That blue field gives me a headache. <laughs> <laughs> I like the blue field, you know. I like the blue. It yeah. reminds me of Blue Mountain State. <laughs> I just can't watch it. I started watching it. I think, there's smoke on my screen. And then I realise, oh, it's Boise State. And then I, I just get a headache. <laughs> I think one of the guys from PFF, I don't know if it's, was it Renner? Yeah. He's really, really high on John Hightower. He loves him. So that, he's kind of, he's got, a, you know, he's underlined in my little notes here. Um, apart from that, uh, the guy that's injured, whose who's stock's going to be really hurt, uh, Brian Edwards, who's kind of was a tough, polished receiver with quickness and run after the catch skills. It's just such a shame, you know. His arms in a cast, you know. So if he's turning up to his combine interviews with a cast, you know, yeah. that's not great. So um, he's he's going to take a dive. So he he could be a guy that the team takes a punt on in the later rounds and actually gets like a diamond in the rough. Mm. Um, Aside from that, got any other names? Uh, no, I thought something we should probably mention is just a couple of couple of things from the guys that we spoke about last week. One in particular, um, Laviska Chenault, who we spoke about last week, the guy who's uh, very good in terms of looking like a running back when he gets the ball in his hands, really big built uh, receiver. Most people would expect him to go in the first round. Um, pulls up after his first forty, right? Which um, you know maybe you wouldn't think is that big a deal, but. I thought very concerning for him because he's got an injury history. I mentioned it last week. He's, he's the only guy in that top conversation that has kind of injury red flags and these things are kind of building up a little bit. Um, and his thought he was slower than expected at nearly 4-6. Yeah, four, six, yeah under, it was. Shy under. He's a big guy and, you know, you don't want to... You question maybe how much he was impacted by the fact that he pulled up after it. So I, I don't... That's true. I mean, he him. played fast on tape, so he you did, kind of yeah. think, You kind of expected him to be a kind of... Four, 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 five guy. I, I, I don't anticipate him to be like a four, five guy, just because he's size. But again, I mean, maybe we'll see it in the pro day if he recovers. But yeah, I, I think for, from a team's perspective, the fact that he wasn't able to complete the combine. You remember John Ross did the same thing, um, yeah. and, and you know his injury history speaks for itself. Even though he's shown flashes, uh, guys like that, I think you start to worry about taking high, right? And maybe we could see him slip a little bit. Um, yeah. And then obviously Ruggs um, didn't quite get the uh, John Ross record of four two two, but ran a four two eight, right? Uh, four two seven, I think actually. Um, so he's joint third, I think. Uh, so yeah, interesting. Yeah. But he's he's. I mean, even you know he's 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 more than speed, isn't he? Ruggs. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Rug, Ruggs said is very interesting. He's speed, but he's got the kind of catching ability, which you know, if you think he's got the kind of speed of a. Um, uh, uh, who is the uh, the classic kind of speedster that? Well, anyway, quite a lot of the speedsters that kind of they break out and then they drop the ball in the end zone. Like who was the one Giacha. for the? Uh, no, not Archer. <laughs> I'm thinking more. Who was the one for the? He actually caught a touchdown for the Patriots, I think. But who was in the Super Bowl? But who was the one for the the Saints? Oh, that's going to bug me now. Ted the classics. Yeah, Ted Ginn. Oh. Thank you. So he's like a Ted Ginn that can catch. Yes, that's, that's yeah. That's what's great about him. So. I think, there's every, I think there's every opportunity that he ends up overtaking these. Maybe not in the draft process, but when we get in the NFL, that he ends up being the guy that we say, "Wow, why was this not the the top wide receiver on the board?" If if, if his traits come out to be uh, enough to carry him along with that that high level speed, we could be looking at a Tyreek Hill kind of guy where we're like, "Wow, why was this guy not?" Oh, definitely. I mean, you look back to sort of the Raiders taking, um, you know, Darius Hart Bay. Back in those kind of days, yeah. this this is the guy they were hoping they were getting. I think yeah. you know the, yeah. the, that that fast guy that can take the top off, but can catch, and is a deep you know the ultimate deep threat. Um, so yeah, really exciting guy. But yeah, I think we waxed lyrical about him enough last yeah. week. Yeah, the guy I wanted to talk about was uh, Rager. 
I mean, I couldn't believe it when he when we saw him at the combine. He looked like the guy turned up looking like a middleweight boxer. <laughs> and he put on like ten pounds and, and, and ran at four point four seven, which yeah. is you know, which is fast, but that's not the what he's you know, he was meant to be challenged pushing rugs for the speed title. I know, I know. Yeah, it was disappointing I thought. I think I think and I think maybe that's a, a tactic thing. I think maybe they've come in with the wrong tactics there. Yeah, I mean they were saying I think Michael Irvin was saying on the commentary, you know, this is put he's put the wrong weight on, you know, the he should have just yeah. played played to what we, we expect, played to you know, we want to see the speed. And then and then let put the weight on with the team, not this kind of artificial pumped up kind of you know get hence or die trying muscles that he's put on that's just slowed him down and he's kind of taken away his best asset. Yeah, strongly agree. Yeah, still a very athletic guy. Had a, had a great vertical and a. Uh... But yeah, that that forty. I mean, you you got to think they're going to change that when it comes to the pro day. He's got to run faster. I mean, you heard Daniel Jeremiah's shock when he ran it. <laughs> if you if you were watching it live, I mean, Daniel Jeremiah was like, "This guy's going to run in the four threes. Yeah, it's just he, disappointment that yeah. he made him look like a fool. <laughs> yeah, it did a little bit. I think Daniel Jeremiah is going to put a big red cross next to Rigg's name. Yeah. <laughs> and this is another PFF favorite. I mean, they 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 they've had him as their number one receiver overall. I think at one point early in the process, they've now reined that back and gone back to kind of Judy and Lamb sensibilities but they're definitely very high on him which I've never been I've never I, I don't know what they've seen on tape because he seemed a bit one dimensional to me I liked Rager's tape quite a bit um, yeah I, I could see him being a late a late first round early second round guy but we spoke about yeah. him last week so we won't, we won't go to yeah. that uh, just just finishing off the combine there was a couple of tight ends maybe I should have said this before a couple of tight ends that I thought were interesting then perhaps I should watch some tape of which was uh, Charlie Werner and, and Dominic Wood Anderson not seeing much of them I thought they, they looked fairly polished I mean for uh, you know, suiting this dry, this tight end class which is distinctly average they they, they didn't they kind of matched the rest of the, the field so I thought oh, I've been unfair to them by not watching them was there any, anyone else that you yeah, thought looked... Wood Anderson, yeah, specifically, yeah, I agree with you, actually. He jumped out to me a little bit. Um, did we see much of Assi Assi? Yeah, I thought he looked good. Yeah, I still think he's a late-round guy that the Steelers should have some interest in. I know we've got we've got an eye on him <laughs> as a, a UK Steelers podcast favourite. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, it was nice to see him as the first guy on every rep because he had the, the A name. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I've got a soft spot. He's like the first prospect we ever spoke about i feel like um so yeah i think i think our first draft podcast was um talking about other people's mocks and he was in there as a late round pick that's, so that's why we yeah. Hit him. yeah yeah speaking about a names or a holes it was it, I, I realized how much i'd missed uh american television because it's been a little while since the super bowl and I, I hadn't watched any nfl network since then or anything and and just the little things like the, the commercials and we were very quickly treated to a laxative relax your t- colon advert. Did you notice that? <laughs> no, I just oh, missed this. There was some advert, and I can't remember what it was. I don't even know what it was for, but it played every single ad break during the combine. And it was like there was a fish in it, like a like a chippy fish. Yeah, uh, the horrible Friday fish, the three options meal. Yeah. Oh, I don't. That, know. That I hated that song. What, what what was this advert for? Relaxant? What was this? I know it was laxatives to relax your colon. I don't know. It, <laughs> Are we talking about poppers here? Are we talking about poppers? No, no. It was you know you know they do the the medical stuff a lot better. You know you know side effects may include cancer, death, brain brain damage. You know that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, it was one of those. Um, 
you know, yeah, I just, I just thought, oh, wow, okay, yeah, I'm fairly relaxed. I don't, I don't need my goal on relaxing, you know. But <laughs> people listening to this podcast really do get a diamond. We're like the diamond in the rough, you know. Nobody's listening to PFF and getting the hot takes on coal and relaxants an hour and a half in. <laughs> I, I, I view it as the total experience that we talk about. <laughs> um, Dave, um, kebab corner. Have you got anything for us this week? In 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 the in the theme of going for the whole gamut of conversation. Um, I I'm I feel rather embarrassed that I am roughly 15 years behind in TV series oh, no. because I've only just started, just started watching, watching Lost. Oh, Lost. All oh, right, oh, you've, you've, you've lost me uh, there. You're, you're very far behind. I don't think I ever even finished Lost, but I do like Lost of what I watched. <laughs> <laughs> it's I'm not, I'm not going to talk too much about Lost, but I'm really enjoying Lost. It's weird, um, and it's nice to see that my uh, my second wife Nicole Lilly is in it. Um, <laughs> What does your first wife think about that? <laughs> don't, don't tell my first wife. Does she um, not listen to the podcast? A giveaway. Ooh. <laughs> um, but I was really... I, I'm, in, I'm on season two at the moment. And there's, I've had a, a very mixed feeling with people that are in it. Because Michelle Rodriguez appeared in it, who plays tough woman in every film that she's in. That... And I hate seeing her. As soon as she's on, I'm like, oh, she's oh, playing Oh, really? I love Michelle. Wait, she... Is, she, is she the one from Fast and Furious? Yes. Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, she is tough. Tough woman. And it's boring. I'm bored of it. <laughs> Dave has a problem with strong women. Yeah. It's not the strong female character. It's the fact that she is... Dave, she's, you might, you might like... one thing. You might like The Handmaid's Tale. Maybe. She, my, she's just, my, uh, my partner has just finished watching that and she was in, like, literally, as I was, as we were setting up to record the, this this podcast, she was finishing the, the final episode of the latest series and she was in floods of tears. Oh. I, I've got no idea what it's about. Well, it's, it's about, it's about, about it's about an alternate kind of history where the, the, you know, the Christian right in America has taken over and women are subservient. That's why I've made the little joke that Dave might like it. I see. <laughs> I am. I am. I'm, I am not a misogynist. I want that made. <laughs> yeah. Are you, are you digging that hole deeper? <laughs> but no. Yeah. I had. I had very mixed emotions because she appeared, and then a guy who I love seeing on a TV screen, whose name I cannot say, because he is Jim got Davidson. <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate misogynist, Mr. Jim Davison. No, it was. Um, I only ever say his first name, but Ad Adewale. He's a British um, actor. He was in um, Mummy Returns. He's... Uh, I, I can't think of what else he's been in. Um, but uh, he's, he's basically a big black dude who's like... He, he plays like the eternal bad guy, but he's sort of... He's cool with it, if that makes sense. He, he's in, he played um, Killer Croc in Suicide Squad. And he was um, he was in Game of Thrones for a little bit, I think. But yeah, I was really happy to see him on screen. So I had very mixed emotions because they came on at the same time. Michelle Rodriguez so, came on and then he came on. So I had very mixed emotions of, oh, she's on. Oh, he's on. Um, before they were both famous kind of scenario. I suppose so, yeah. But I was wondering, is there any actors or people that you see on screen that you like, Oh, I'm happy this person's in it. Oh, I mean, oh, there's there's a lot. I mean, Adam Driver is the one for me lately. Um, anything with Adam Driver in his gold. Um, 
I've just I think I've just found the guy. Is it is it Adewale Ikinuyoi Ag Agbaje? <laughs> oh, yes. you nearly made it that through. That's like why a... I didn't attempt that name. Barriers there. It's like oh, he's going to get it through, but no, you didn't. You I've ended tracked up him, I've tracked him down on the IMDb page, so I thought I'd give that a go. Yeah, um, yeah, Adam Driver, uh, I absolutely love. I think he's anytime he's in something, I'm like awesome. Um, Denzel Washington's son. Have you ever seen him? No. That's funny because I was going to say Denzel Washington. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm trying to go for the sleepers. Um, I, oh, what's his name? He, he's in Ballers. Um, obviously, the, the obvious answer is The Rock. I mean, I, I love The Rock. Mm. Um, but I, I think you're probably talking about guys a little bit more like under the radar. Yeah, the ones that you don't expect. You don't you don't know they're in it, and then yeah. they appear on screen. And you're like, oh, he's in it, or she's in it. I'm not a misogynist. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I, I mean, uh, oh, what was the guy's name? The uh, you mean you mean sort of like bit part character actors yeah. that show up? Yeah. You're pleased to see. I was going to say the guy from Aliens and 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 from Predator Two. Uh, what's that guy? Uh, I'll Google it. Come back. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, the guy who played Tormund in Game of Thrones. Anyone watch that? Oh. I, I did, but I can't remember the. I can't. If my wife was here, she'd know who I was. Who you're talking about? He's like about. got the big, uh, the big, uh, ginger beard and a bit like you do. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. I do. Yeah, him. I like him. Yeah, he's. Yeah. I like him and stuff. Um, he's in a movie I'm going watching tomorrow. Actually, downhill. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm struggling to think of Bill guys Paxton. that like a little bit. Bill Paxton. Yeah. Bill Paxton was my guy. A guy that you don't you don't go to the cinema or you don't like put on a DVD to watch a Bill Paxton movie. But every yeah. time he shows up in a movie, you're like Bill Paxton. That, that he's the ultimate guy. What you're talking about? Well, you're I not. Think. You're not like that. You're like oh that guy. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember his name exactly. <laughs> that guy. The guy. That guy. Exactly. He's the guy for me. Uh, th- yeah, this is quite tough because it's hard to think of these guys, these people's names. These are, <laughs> the, by definition, Dave, these are the people that you see them and then remember they exist, right? Yeah, it's 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 a weird feeling. You, you sort of you have that, like I say, you have that mixed emotion of the ones that you go, oh, they're in it, and then the ones you're like, oh yeah, they're in it. Yeah, it's it's yeah. It what can, about, have, it uh, can make, what about it, make Kurt, or break a movie. What about Kurt Russell? You don't deliberately ever go to see a Kurt Russell, but I'm always surprisingly entertained whenever I watch one. No? I have no strong feelings on Kurt Russell, to be quite honest with you. So, uh, I mean, I like him in The Hateful Eight. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm thinking more Breakdown or The Thing, or They Live. You're going to go further back than me, though. Uh, it's mm. just again showing my retro <laughs> films. Oh, he's in Fast and the Furious as well. Of course he is, yeah. Is he? I haven't, I've only seen a couple of those movies. Oh, I went on a binge uh, last year, watched all of them in a row before the new one came out. From the sound of it, everyone has been in Fast and the Furious. I've got a feeling that I've been in Fast and the Furious. <laughs> <laughs> Are they any good? Like, genuinely, if you're not like, you know, if it's not, you know, a kind of dodge doing a four-wheel drift, is 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 there much to take away from Fast and the Furious they're, 7? They're, they're just very fun, kind of silly movies. But the one thing that, that, that you should take away that's, that's good about them is that even though it's stupid, right, and the characters are stupid and the plotline's stupid, there is a nice kind of undercurrent of, like, a family dynamic there between these, like, kind of, these people that appear in every film. Do you know what I mean? Um, and it, and it, the weird thing is that it's the only film I can think of where it kind of continues 
outside of the film. Like, even when the film isn't happening, it feels like Vin Diesel and Michelle Rodriguez are still the same people in the same family, getting into the same arguments with The Rock over Twitter. <laughs> I quite like it. Um, it's kind of like a real-life thing to follow at all times. Okay. And you still haven't watched any given Sunday? <laughs> no. <laughs> I've told you, mate, that's a that's an off-season... Uh, we're in the off-season, aren't we? That's a we post, are in the off-season. That's a, a post-draft, post-draft episode. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll have to agree on that. Yeah. Right, we better wrap it up there. Have we got any thoughts? I, 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 on... oh, I've oh, got oh, one oh, final oh. thing. It's a little... Uh, <laughs> it's a little... Um, a little Al update, actually. Do you remember Little Al? A little. Wait, was Little Al the bad one or the, or the good Al? No, nah, Little Al was the bad guy, the uh, asshole. asshole. Have you, have you caught Little Al out your life now? No, no, I'm still working with him every day. Oh. Uh, but I thought I would, I would, I would be magnanimous because Little Al is running the marathon, and he's he's trying to currently trying to promote his uh, his marathon endeavors. But he's he's trying to raise awareness about the um, out of bounds. Uh, foundation federation i should probably do a better job of promoting it but it's it's a thing which you know gets kids from inner cities to go and um do stuff outdoors so i i i think you know i i can take the high ground and say go on go on little al i hope you do well at the marathon <laughs> even though you tried to torpedo my enjoyment of the uh the super bowl i can you know i can be the bigger guy i so don't like go. yeah i don't like that you've brought like a We've we've done nothing but like shit on little Al, <laughs> and now you've brought this like, you know, charitable thing that he's doing to the podcast. I don't know how to feel now. I'm conflicted about little Al. You can't change my opinion on little Al. Screw you, little Al. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's Screw got you a little Al in run. their life. Everyone's got a little Al in their life. Yeah. Everyone. I think they, little Al's just one guy who was who set out to ruin your enjoyment of American football. Screw you. I think little Al is doing this to kind of make amends. You know, he's trying to fulfill his karma he's trying to level it all out you know his chakras he's compensating for his deep down evilness yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh i should also mention um i believe this is not yet confirmed but but i think that i'm gonna go on um stiff upper lip the podcast uh this week uh-huh. coming uh, or at least they messaged me asking me if i wanted to and i said yeah so we'll, <laughs> we'll see where that goes because they're way more inconsistent than us in terms of uploading um, oh, yeah, but yeah. So uh, yeah, if I am on that, I'll probably tweet it out on the uh, the, the Twitter page and, and whatnot. So um, check me out on the. Don't no, don't check me out. That's a weird thing to say, isn't it? Um... <laughs> it's something like something. That sounds like something little Al would say. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe we should do like a, a, a hookup, like um, both, both both podcasts together, kind of thing. So they're gonna check me out, and then we're gonna hook up. Check me out and hook up on a, a megapod. <laughs> You know, yeah, we can well, get all together. We'll talk about that off air, but yeah, maybe I can wrangle you both into this, and we can. I've just realised I've dropped the ball, and I I had one other thing to get back to. Is it too late to go back? If it's about football, it might. Football? Be. Is it too late? It, 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 on a scale of one to it, ten, how important is it? Gap? It's verging on too late, isn't it? <laughs> I, all I wanted to know, and tell me if it's too late. We can save it for the next <laughs> one. I just wanted to know. I, I've got my four. I've got my database open, nerd. Um, I wanted to know your four red star guys, and I was oh, going to put. Oh, I don't have four yet, so I might have to come back to you on this. But one of them is okay. Yeah, we, 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 receiver specifically, or just general. the receiver. Yeah, the four receiver red star guys. Because you, you said it off air. Yeah, no, we, I think it's an on air thing. But 
<laughs> but you, you, okay, but we could do it next week. You did say Chase Claypool. Which Claypool made me think... is one. Yeah, that was the one I was thinking. Uh, we'll, but we'll get to the others because I haven't okay. thought about we'll, it. We'll come back to that next week. That can be the first item off the news okay. next week. I don't so know if I... I even have four. Do I have to have four? I think four is. I think I've got four. So let's have four. What if I don't like four enough to put the red star on? I mean, it might devalue you can the make, red star. You can make that case. Okay. You can make that case. <laughs> Awesome. Right, uh, we better get out of here then because, again, we've managed to record for an hour and 40 minutes despite having literally nothing to talk about. Um, yeah, so follow me at Cy Rope This, follow Dave at This Is Dave Hart, follow um, the... Where's Rich? Is Rich still alive? We have no Rich. Is it, is Rich is very busy. He said to me he was going to be back next week. Um, I know he's been quiet, hasn't he, on the old text and all that, but um, I'm he's sure he'll be guy. back. Like I said, I've no problem with he's him being guy. gone. I just wanted to make sure he's uh, still alive and still I mean, happy. we all know what he's up to, and it's pretty cool, and we yeah, don't understand yeah, yeah. why he's full-on schedule-wise. I think he, he was saying he's pretty gutted that he's not been able to watch much of the Combine so far or whatever. I'm sure he's watching it on catch-up, and he'll be with us soon. So uh, hopefully next week, Rich will be back. Um, yeah, so follow him at Stump Batman on Instagram and follow the podcast at uh, UK Steelers Pod on Twitter. Um, don't follow Gav. Uh, that's it. Um, thanks, <laughs> thanks for joining us. Thanks for sticking around, and uh, we'll see you next week. See you later, okay, guys. Bye.